We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, I got to do the legal ID. Uh, You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ, KGMZ FM, and HD1 San Francisco. A radio.com sports station. Badger Brian was on a roll. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, the he started good, then it kind of fell off a little bit. And you know why everybody's nitpicking Kevin Durant for why you know for when this next decision because he's a free agent at the end of the season. That's why. Well, you know who who you know what Brooklyn media is not going to do in the next couple of years. They're not going to ask him where he's playing next year because they know he's going to be in Brooklyn. So I mean, it comes with the territory. But uh, I didn't even think of this, but everyone kind of would would mention why would he want to go to New York if he can't handle the Bay Area media. Going to New York, but picking the team without the media. <laughs> kind of ingenious. Uh, Brooklyn has neither a media or a fan base, so you know it, it, we'll see. Maybe they can get them a fan base. They got a new arena. I hear it's nice. What is in Brooklyn anyway, Sam? About two and a half million people. Is there? I've been in it's Brooklyn in one time. It's just, uh, yeah. Well. Wow, we've got even okay. We got five minutes. Let's go to San yeah, let's in Sacramento on line two. San, yep. San, how's it going? Hold up. Oh, hey, 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 what's going on, man? I just want to talk about KD coming to the Warriors. Seemed like he just wanted to come up over here and use us, bro. He just came up over here and used us. So what we gonna do? Yeah, we gonna let him go. Do what he do in Brooklyn because all he did was cry this year anyway. So he can go ahead and go, man. That's all I wanted to say, though. Oh, Sam, I appreciate the call. We are having some fun call. What, what do you think he was on? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. He used us, he said. Maybe we should cut that up. Uh, Debbie in San Jose. Debbie, how you doing? I'm good, guys. Thanks. Um, I would just like to say that I appreciate KD, and I would just like to wish him well. And I'm excited for this year coming up because this means the core four, you know, whatever happens, they're going to rise up. They're champions. You know, they have the heart, and I just, I'm so excited for it, for them to finally be underdogs and to come out on top like they used to. And that's it, guys. Thank you, Debbie. Um, yeah, I, I'd be more excited if Clay wasn't hurt. I feel like that just puts a damper on it for me because until Clay's back, I don't know where we're at with the original three. Yeah, I, uh, it's, that's, it's a great point. I think people, but you know, I think Clay Thompson. We're going to get Steph taking 30 shots a game, which is fun. I think people are okay with that. Well, I think we're going to see a lot of, like, I think Steve Kerr said it uh, a couple days ago, or maybe it was Bob Myers, that said it's going to be a different season for the Warriors. They've essentially already set the expectations by saying, hey, that's a trans- transitional year. You may see them play Jordan Bell and he might, or sorry, Jordan Poole. I'm going to mess that up a lot this year. Um, but he might play a lot despite Keep the fact he's not Jordans. playing well. Maybe they can get Michael Jordan. Let's go to uh, let's go to Dylan in San Francisco on line one. Dylan, you want to tell us why he went hey, to Brooklyn? Hey. Lay off the salt. So hey so. guys, what's up, man? I um, you know, I think it was a good move on his part, man, and and it's also a good move on Golden State's part. By the time he, he recovers from the Achilles, man, he's going to be about thirty three. So the only thing I worry about, man, is next year with Clay out. You know, Curry's going to have to do a lot to support the team. So 
you got to worry about load management, man. You got to handle his minutes and not essentially run him, you know, full minutes for the full 82 game season. Try to try to tamper, try to taper that down, uh, get Clay back off the ACL, and then go for it for the next season. So I think it's the best for both parties. Wish Katie the best. Glad he got him the title. Um, but we'll be ready to go after next year. I agree, Dylan. Thanks for calling in. Um, that's kind of the weirdest part for me is Clay being out, and it's kind of they're going to spend the next year kind of. I wouldn't be surprised if they made multiple trades in season and did kind of the thing where they take flyers on guys, see if they can find player here, player there, and then really go for it the following year when Clay's fully healthy. Um, the other piece of this is you look at LeBron James, who's going to be thirty-five this season, thirty-four somewhere around there. And he went ahead and recruited Anthony Davis. He's, you know, maybe close, maybe not with Kawhi Leonard. But you would think that his championship window is still open if it's not for another season or two. I think with the Warriors, they have Stephen Clay for the next five years, and they're not 35. They're 30, you know, 30 and 31. Or is it 29, 29 and 20? and 31. I think these guys have the ability and the play. You know, they're, they're great shooters, right? And Clay's a defender. I think, I don't think those guys are going to break down or they're going to, their game is going to age in a way that's, going to make them much worse players than they are. Steve Nash was a great point guard and shooter until he was in his mid-30s. Late-30s. Late-30s even, until his body broke down. So I I think that Steph is still going to be a great player, a difference maker for a long time, and same with Klay Thompson. And around that, you figure out what players you can get to build around that. Maybe it's Draymond Green. Maybe it's, you know, Giannis. Who knows? Right? But they'll have the talent. Yeah, I was going to say Giannis. But they'll have the talent. They'll have the talent there. Are you you saying Giannis is coming to the Bay? No! Is that the is that the uh who is that? Is that the coach screaming? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I recognize that. Um all right, well we got a uh, we got a minute left. Let's we got, go to we got more news by the way. Tobias Ooh. Harris officially off the board, returning to Philly. Oh, he got the max. Uh less than the max. He got five one eighty. Clay wow. got five one ninety. Did Clay so sign t- yet though? Did Clay sign yet? No. Um it, well, it was reported yesterday that they've agreed. It is not been since confirmed today. Clay's not picking up his phone. You think he's he's in the Bahamas, just knee deep and swimming. Whole faxes signature in mid August. <laughs> uh, do we got time for one more caller? Yeah, we do one more. We go, yeah, let's do Warrior four two seven in Nevada. How's it going? Hey, how you doing? Good, bro. How are you? Let's let's uh, what you got for us? I'm I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I got me two Durant jerseys. I mean, two rings, right? You know, wishing the best with the Nets and everything. You got to look at it like. When it's over, it's over, right? I think in the Bay, we got the best out of KD that you could get. He has to go back to the Nets, sit for about a year and a half, because once you come back from that Achilles, man, you can't go 100%, right? Then he's going to come back to Kyrie and Kyrie's team, basically. So that's going to put pressure. We got to see the the environment that he got to come back into. I'm, I'm a full-blooded Warrior fan. Been there since the 90s. But I wish him the best. I think the Warriors did the best thing they could have done to keep him around. If he decided to go, hey, when your girlfriend goes, she goes. Let <laughs> oh her go boy. to the next. Oh, That's boy. it. 427, appreciate you calling in. I think he makes a great point by saying the Warriors got the best of KD. Maybe they didn't get the best player that KD's going to be. Who knows? That Achilles definitely you know, doesn't help. But I think they maximized Kevin Durant, and ter- Kevin Durant helped maximize them in a way that we'll never see again. I-, I do think that's true. I don't think there's going to be a better Kevin Durant version out there. Absolutely. I mean, when they signed him, he was 28, turning 29. And, um, I mean, they got his prime. Yeah. 
Yep, and uh, I it, I think they had the perfect situation for him. I don't think it ever happens again. I, I don't think Kevin Durant cares. I think he wants his own team. He wants his own city. So um, we're going to break. Uh, we're coming back with Danny LaRue from Dunked On Podcast. He's going to break down the uh, the Warriors' options this offseason on the other side. Warriors World Radio continues on 95.7 The Game. Here's Andy Liu and Sam Esfandiari. And Warriors World Radio, here's a fun one reported from Woj and Ramona Shelbourne. The Knicks and owner Jim Dolan were not prepared to offer Kevin Durant a full max due to concerns from his Achilles injury, league sources say. Knicks officials are in Los Angeles tonight meeting with free agents such as Julius Randle. This, you see this, <laughs> Sam? This, this is why the New York Knicks are the New York Knicks. If you are going to be positioned in probably the best place to play basketball in terms of media coverage and popularity outside of the L.A. Lakers, and you somehow messed this up, where, where's Stephen A.? Where, where's our Stephen A.? Audio. He's got to be out here he screaming. He has been hoodwinked, yeah, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. <laughs> I can only dream of being that one day. You know, when Joe Lake's a legend. <laughs> Absolute legend. You know, it's almost even better, too. Like, the Knicks have somehow made not signing all these players about themselves. I love how when when it first breaks that KD is going to the Nets, somehow Knicks fans are clogging up my timeline saying how miserable miserable they are. And it wasn't just there. It was some of the media sources made it about the Knicks losing out instead of the Warriors. It was pretty funny to me. I think it's hilarious. Uh, no, no one likes to self-loathe like the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that was my first thought, too, when I saw that report. The Knicks trying to play the PR game that no one asked him to play. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, if, if Kevin Durant said, hey, Jimmy... I want to sign with you. You have to give me the max. You think Jimmy's going to go out to him and say he doesn't want to give him the max? Come on. Get out of here. Get out of here. Be a clown. Um, are we uh, Are we going to Danny or are we going maybe to one more? Fo- We're going we have, to Danny. We have Danny? Danny LaRue, Dunked On Podcast, salary cap expert. Probably should be in a front office. You know, should be getting paid to do salary cap. Maybe on the Lakers. I think you'd be great on the Lakers. Danny, how you doing? Doing well, guys. How are you? Doing well. You know, I trying to figure out, Danny, there's a lot of moving pieces with the Warriors now that Kevin Durant is gone. Um, I What can the Warriors even do? Can you break down what they're actually able to do? We've got a million people in the text line telling us that they should sign, you know, Bojan Bogdanovic for 30 Yeah, the, the text line has <laughs> been a good reminder to how complicated the salary cap is because most people aren't getting it. <laughs> Well, well, for selfish reasons, I'm happy it's this complicated because that allows me to have a job. But it, it, it so basically, unless this ends up becoming a sign-in trade, which is uh, Chris Haynes is reporting is a possibility. We're going to have to see. We can go through those logistics if you want. Interesting. Outside of that, the the Warriors really they don't gain much spending power by virtue of Durant leaving. Their team gets a lot less expensive. So basically, they have the mid-level exception. I would assume that's going to be the smaller one, the taxpayer, which I think is about $5.7 million. Then they do have what are called non-bird rights on DeMarcus Cousins. They can give him a 20% raise on last year. They have bird rights to re-sign Bell and Cook and Looney if they want to. But the NBA, because it has a soft cap, just because you lose an expensive guy does not mean you get somebody back. And the example I used to always use for this was the Thunder didn't get a big exception to use when they lost Kevin Durant. Now I can just... Switch on to his new departure. So yeah, I, I'm seeing 
Chris Haynes reporting that there's a possibility of a sign and trade. Can you kind of walk us through walk what that what that it. would um what that what that would look like and why either side would do it? Or I guess he did walk us through how the Warriors would do it. Why would the Nets do it? Yep. Uh, so there isn't really a clear incentive for the Nets to do it as their offseason is structured right now. It's possible we're going to hear more that will clarify it. But really, generally, the way this would work is, and this is it's the same thing with the rumor about maybe that they would get Kyrie by a sign and trade as well, is that the Nets are a facilitator in this. Kind of, you know, not in the same way, but kind of like teams that take on bad contracts. You know, they're making a deal. They're making something possible. And generally speaking, when teams help out another team, they get something in return. So that could be a pick. It could be a young player. It could be something like that. Because if it's structured as a sign and trade, that really doesn't help. As I understand it right now, that doesn't really help the Nets at all. But it could give the Warriors a gigantic trade exception. $30 million would probably be the number there, would be the largest trade exception in NBA history. What, what would that do? Danny, well, like, what, what, what would a trade exception do? So a trade exception, you can acquire a player who is under contract. So that could be – and you could split okay. it multiple things. So if it's $30 million, that means you could take one guy making $29 million, or you could take one making 15 and one making 14 You can go in a lot of different directions with a trade exception. And so that could allow the Warriors to build out their depth. Like, theoretically, Jay Crowder is on the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Memphis Grizzlies don't particularly need Jay Crowder – the Warriors could acquire him via the trade exception, and that doesn't mean they can send assets back, they can send young players back, whatever. It just means that the salaries don't have to match. So it would be a way for the Warriors to add additional talent, and because now that Durant is gone, they have, you know, each dollar they spend costs ownership less because they don't have his $38 million on the books. Got it. So, okay, so... And so we got Danny LaRue on. He um, he does a mock dra- mock off season uh, on his podcast, Dunked On uh, podcast with Nate Duncan and a couple other guys. You you guys had a very interesting scenario with Sean Livingston. So I'm going to ask you, I guess, two questions. One is, what are the options left for the Warriors? What kind of players should they be targeting? And what can they do with Sean Livingston here? I, I know they pushed back the the uh, agreement date on whether they agree on the rest of the contract or not. So so. The thing with Sean Livingston is that the league restructured this in the new collective bargaining agreement. And so it used to be like if you had a lightly guaranteed contract, you could you could trade that for somebody who makes the full value. So like there were these crazy deals where a player would have like a $10 million non-guarantee and you could trade them for a guy making actually $10 million. They took that away. And so – but what, the, what teams can do, and this doesn't count as a renegotiation, is if you, you can just guarantee more more money on a guy's contract – and then it just counts at that number. So let's let's use the Jay Crowder hypothetical again. So let's say the Warriors don't create this huge trade exception with KD. They could basically guarantee enough for Sean Livingston to allow a Jay Crowder trade to work via the trade rules. So I think that's like $4.8 million. I don't have the number off the top of my head. Something around there. And if they do that, then they could trade for Crowder and they didn't have to use an exception or anything like that. And so that's a pretty good deal. And then Memphis is saving money. Maybe the Warriors send cash in the deal. So basically it's just another way to facilitate. And Livingston can still do whatever. Maybe Memphis cuts him, he retires, whatever. So that's why he, he probably pushed it back just to help out the Warriors. He's not making any less money in any way, shape, or form. It just kind of keeps things flexible. Danny, are there any good examples of teams who've gotten large trade uh, traded player exceptions and done anything with it? Because I'm kind of racking my mind. I can't think of any off the top of my head. 
I'm trying to think about it off the top of my head. It, it does. I, I can't think of specific examples right now, but it does happen. I mean, so the, the challenge with a trade exception is that, generally speaking, unless you're going to include a lot of assets, the other team has to not want the guy. Like, you can't use it to straight up sign somebody. And that, so that's a, a challenge because in many circumstances, it's way easier to sign a player than it is to acquire one because then the other team has to sign off. But there are, um, I'm trying to say, I, I know that there have been some, they're just facilitating. I mean, the Wizards just got a bunch of guys using like all the moves that they did, like facilitating with the Lakers and all that, which I think were useful for Washington. That was all done with trade exceptions. So those are smaller end deals, but it, it absolutely can happen. Got it. So, um, so, so anyway, we slice that the Warriors are kind of operating from a position of being over the cap, and they have to get creative. Uh, I want to talk about that mid-level exception. Do you, who do you think the Warriors should be targeting with that five point seven million? The the, the cop out easy shorthand is the best player who's willing to take their money. But I mean, so let's say let's say it's about six million. That's a good. Who, who is left? <laughs> I think Damari yeah, Carroll I just mean, signed a two-year I mean, twelve million. All of that yeah. and. and I mean, the thing that the Warriors can offer, which is really interesting, is they can offer a bunch of playing time this year, and and so that could be an on a high on a high leverage team. So, yeah, I think guys like Wes Matthews are going to make more than that. That's my instinct. I've liked James Ennis for a long time. I thought the Warriors were going to might get him a couple of times before. He'd be interesting, and they're looking more on probably on the perimeter because they have big guys that they can retain if they want to. Looney Bell, they could sign somebody for the minimum. They've done well with that in the past. So I would be looking more for that type of stuff. Maybe Austin Rivers. He'd be interesting. Um, Austin Rivers. He did Steph Curry well in the My past. Guide. And Yeah. Smiley Geach, maybe. You think Smiley Geach, LaRue, is going to be a front, front, front line guy? Oh, well, let's see. I see. It's funny. Like, I, I don't have the time to watch much G League. So I actually, like, even though he was local, I haven't seen him play at all. But the Warriors might be relying oh, boy. On, those, on those young guys more than we – than, than they have in the recent past. Dark, so, dark days where I was joking to Danny about Jacob a rookie. Evans, yeah, I mean, when we're going to be talking about like Jacob Evans having to step up. That's always a fun. That's a fun conversation to have, isn't it? <laughs> the next Andre Iguodala, um, they said. Uh, that that's what the that's what the front office thinks. All right, Danny. A lot a lot of people are a little bit worried and are asking and saying. I mean, a lot of people, my friends who are big Warriors fans, are saying, "Hey, should we just take the season off? Maybe they can tank and get a lottery pick." H- how would you run this season? So I think. Especially if, uh, assuming like Curry and Draymond, all those guys are on board, what you do is you, I mean, the Warriors have like what we've been walking through. They have limited tools to really spend a lot of money to get a lot better during the year, unless they do the crazy trade exception thing with KD. And also, I should mention, if they do that, they could theoretically use the trade exception next league year if they wanted to. They would be, if whatever the trade actually would happen, July 8th or whatever, they could use it until then. Anyway, small note. Um, so... What I would do is use whatever spending things they have to get the best players you can get, and then the the drop date for me would be early February. And so in early February, you're going to know how well the team is doing, how well the rest of the West is doing, who's healthy and all that, but also what's going on with Clay. And so I think there are a lot of people who feel like you have to make all these decisions right now, and I, I disagree with that. I think that you get the best guys you can, and then if the Warriors are competitive at that point and it looks like – Clay is going to be back imminently or he'll be back for the playoffs, then you probably push a little bit. And if he's not, then you, you might look in a different direction. But the big question there, and this gets into something, if you want to get open this can of worms that I think is really interesting, which is I think Myers and the front office owe it to themselves 
to have the big conversation about, well, if we end up tanking the season or whatever, if we end up, you know, if, if ju- it just doesn't go their way, maybe Curry does something and misses 15 games. It becomes a much bigger deal with all these other guys out. In that circumstance, the question that the Warriors should be talking about is not should we, like, trade Iguodala or anything like that or Draymond Green. It's do we want to sign those guys to the next contracts? Because if you do, then you keep them around and you, you run everything and it's fine. But if, for whatever reason, the Warriors think, you know, Draymond's a wonderful player, but he doesn't fit with where we're going at the price he's going to get, then that's when you need to make those harder decisions. And maybe you consider trading those guys. And it's, I, I, I'm not advocating for that, but those are the types of decisions that they should be having right now because if this is a lost season, then you, you might as well make those moves at some point. Danny, do you have any – because I, I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, they're, they have Steph and Clay locked up. They kind of have to look at it. Do they want to keep Draymond and kind of build around that three, or do they want to go in a different direction? Um, but are you saying they should kind of start the season with everyone and kind of have that conversation down the line, or you think that's something they're going to look at this summer? I think they should have it right now. I, I think they, they should have had they should have started having that decision the day after the finals ended because – teams have more flexibility, you know, potential trade partners, let's say. They have more flexibility right now, well, let's say five hours ago, than they do <laughs> at any point moving forward because they're, you know, they haven't committed their cap space and they haven't drafted, especially if they haven't, the draft doesn't happen yet, they haven't drafted guys. And so you're going to do that. But the problem is, you know, one of the conversations that needs to happen is with Draymond Green. It's possible that's already happened with his representation, what is what is the number that he's willing to accept, whether right. it's an, as an extension or what is he thinking about for next year. But no, I think you have that I think you have that conversation right away because and and it might be more of an internal one than with Draymond because they just need to know, well, if he gets a max deal, are we going to are we good with that? And yes, Draymond is unrestricted, so he could leave of his own volition if he wants to, but my expectation is that the Warriors, you know, offered him something comparable, he'd probably come back because they're a really good team. He's been on their on this franchise's whole career. So And he gets paid. Yeah, and he so gets paid. Works out so well. I, I think I think that you have that conversation right away, but that doesn't mean you act on it right away because it depends on what's there. And it's entirely possible that on other teams, you know, Draymond's a wonderful player or seeing there they might be thinking, Well, if we get him for this year, he's an unrestricted free agent, he's probably not going to sign an extension. So what are we getting out of it? They get full they get bird rights, they can resign him, but if the offers aren't strong enough, then that's the other reason you'd keep them. It's just yeah. to play out the string and see where things go. Yeah, and we got one final one for you. We got Daniel LaRue from Dunked On Podcast, also Real GM Radio. Um, what, years back, Danny, we were covering the team at Oracle, I think maybe 2014. You had posited to me the idea that Kevin Durant could sign with the Warriors, and I looked at you and I thought you were insane. Now, fast forward five years, and tell me how the Warriors can sign Giannis. <laughs> I haven't I haven't written that piece. I have to think about it a little bit, but the thing that makes things really different now is that oh. more. So like if Steph and Clay are getting their money, it's a lot harder to squeeze in a third guy now that now that those guys are locked in and all the cap spikes and all that are done. So it would probably involve trading one of those two guys. Ooh, that's, there you go. that's a lot tougher decision than, oh, let's just add KD. Oh, yeah, oh, let's add Kevin yeah. and keep almost all of our good players. <laughs> it was nice when Steph I, was I, on I, 11 I, mil year contract. You some credit. You just got paid a bunch of money. <laughs> Danny LaRue, thank you, sir, for coming on, for telling us how everything is 
possible and not possible with the Warriors. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, Danny. Any, anytime, my guys. Danny LaRue. God, he's smart. Yeah, that trade exception stuff is pretty interesting. It's now being um, reported by a few people that that's in the t- that's in the the talks. We don't know if it'll happen, but yeah. essentially, it gives the Warriors thirty million dollars to take on players from other teams, um, not free agents. It'd have to be he brought up Jay Crowder because uh, people seem to think Memphis is going to try to unload him for some sort of pick, but they could use that thirty mil to get guys like that. Yeah, and um, if you saw Bob Myers during the press conference, the rookie press conference, and he looked a little disheveled and annoyed and, you know, like he did when the Warriors first traded for Andre Godala, I think you know what he was trying to do. I think the Warriors knew this was going to happen. I think the Warriors flew, or sorry, Kevin Durant flew in, Bob Myers, um, Steph Curry, and he, you know, had to tell them in person to their faces that he was leaving. And, you know, that's respectable. That's amazing. Good for him. Uh, but I think the Warriors had known this was coming, and I think they're working on the contingency plans. And part of that is whatever talent we get back, let's get something back. And if it's Jay Crowder, D'Angelo Russell, whatever it is, right, whatever name you could throw out there, it's better than nothing. It's better than if Katie just walks away and you get nothing out of it. Because that. then you're talking about minimum signings and you're talking about guys like McKinney. <laughs> okay. All right. We've got, we've got uh, six, seven minutes, I think, and we've got – Michael and Javier, who's been waiting on the line, I appreciate it. Let's uh, let's go to Michael in San Francisco. Uh, what's going? On? Hey, man. Uh, big fan of the show. I just uh, got a question. It's uh, kind of about um, a legacy uh, related question for for Kevin Durant. So uh, he was on the Warriors for for three years, um, accomplished a lot of things, obviously. Um, and do you guys think that there's um, a time in the future where uh, where the Warriors retired number thirty five in the Chase Center and we see his uh, jersey up in the Raptors at the Chase Center. That's a good question. Yes, Andy, what do you think? Yes, yes, yes. Michael, thank you for calling. Um, yes, for a guy that you know, he came to a team that lost the championship in 2016 and won two Finals MVP and led them to back-to-back titles. Uh, and it would have been three if he didn't play through that injury and pop his Achilles. Um, yeah, I mean, you have to, Sam. What do you think? I agree with you. I think it's a question. Two-time Finals MVP, part of the dynasty. You got retires number. Does he get a statue? I don't think so. I mean, do we know if anyone's getting a statue? <laughs> Steph Curry's have, getting a statue. Wh- have the Warriors committed to building a bunch of statues out front? <laughs> like, I, is this part of the whole Chase Center thing that <laughs> no they, they formally committed to that I don't know about? <laughs> well, this is the arena that Steph Curry built. We're getting a Joe Lacob statue. <laughs> Joe Lacob spending $100 million Joe on a 40 sitting there with his. Year. Arms crossed, courtside, <laughs> annoyed with turnovers. That's the statue I want. Uh, sta- uh, the money that Lakeup is going to spend this season for a middle-of-the-road playoff team is hilarious. Uh, it's not my money, Sam. It's not your money. So He's a billionaire. So, you know, um, they'll be back. Well, he's committed to winning, which is more than we can say for the previous Warriors owners and certain other owners. Jimmy Dolan? You don't think Jimmy Dolan, who, who by the way, Sam said, uh, Sam wrote uh, read a tweet earlier that said that he wasn't willing to offer Kevin Durant the max. Uh, the New York Knicks. But the Knicks did just sign Julius Randle. <laughs> well, the Three contract. years, 63. Good for them. Good for Randle. Good for Randle. Uh, he's a good player. So, did you see that somebody uh, uh, called him a uh, more athletic, Zion Williamson, a more athletic That was Julius. Enos Cantor. <laughs> and that is why Enos Cantor 
Yeah, he's a poor defensive player. <laughs> that is why Enos Cantor is Enos Cantor. All right, let's go to Javier in Vacaville. Javier, thank you for waiting. What you got for us? How you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? You seem sad. Yeah, you know, it hurts, man. It, it hurts. But, uh, you know, if you're a Warriors fan and this doesn't bother you somewhat, then you really ain't you know, ain't down for the blue yeah. and yellow, and you definitely went there for the blue and orange. But, like, what I want to more or less uh, come across in regards to what I'm trying to get uh, get out before you guys have to run is um, this isn't over in regards to not just the dynasty, quote-unquote, but people need to do their research and saying the Warriors can't get any conversation. You guys really need to uh, look into the Warriors, and Myers, and, and Lakeup, and all of them. They need to console and more or less uh, make a phone call to do anything they can to get compensation for Golden State and try to get D'Angelo Russell in a sign-and-trade because whether it's plausible or not, the Warriors – We'll find a way if they're really serious to. Oh, well, we're trying to tank the season. That's not. That's not the lake of way. D'Angelo Russell with with a Steph Curry and a sign and trade. They can't take on any free agents because they're already over the cap and then have number the mid level uh mid level exception left. But there have been numerous reports in the last forty five minutes that uh, D'Angelo Russell would be a plausible option with uh, Clay Thompson going to start the season on injured reserve with his torn ACL. But nonetheless, even if he does come to the Golden State and say, well, how would he start if he's uh when Clay Thompson returns. You could put put Clay Thompson at the three and more or less run a two two guard lineup, you know, two point guard lineup more or less, and have Steph play off the ball. Really suited for that anyway. I think. Also, D'Angelo Russell and Clay Thompson, you have three and Steph also also obviously three perennial scores that more or less might be a small lineup, but more perennial lineup, and that will that will definitely be a top five team in the West. I'm not saying they'll make the finals, but I think those three alone with Draymond and you resign Kevon Looney. You'll make the playoffs top five seed. I'm not. I'm just trying to more or less save face because you know this hurts and this is a way to you know save some of the luster of what they have going to Chase Center, especially in 2000, uh, 2019 in San Francisco. But you know that people are saying this is the end all be all, and you know I know the dynasty might not be more or less something that looks plausible and relative, but this would be the best thing for the Warriors right now at this time. Thank you, Javier. Great call. I agree. Um, but I and actually I have no doubt. <clears throat> excuse me, that the Warriors are exploring any option they can right now. There's just the reality of it. When you're over the cap, your options are limited. Okay, they want to do a sign-and-trade for D'Angelo Russell. Well, Brooklyn has to want to do it on their end. They have to facilitate it. It's not like the Warriors can just go and offer free agent money. It's not like they can just go out there and say, Bullion Bogdanovich, here's $73 million. They don't have, they don't have that kind of freedom because they're over the cap. So I'm sure Myers is doing everything he can to um, – to try to add players and kind of rebound and, you know, do what they can, but their options are limited. People, Warriors fans are about to be all D'Lo fans, huh? Huge D'Angelo Russell fans in the Bay Area. Had no idea. <laughs> it's better than Alfonso McKinney starting at the like, two. Are we, we going to call this like Steph Monte 2.0? <laughs> nah, D'Lo and Monte are different players. Um, Steph and Monte 2.0. Uh, those two guys starting in the defense is going to be fun. Um, but uh, no, we got time for one more. Do we have time for one more? We do have time for one more. Let's go to Martin in Sacramento. He wants to talk about uh, who who the Warriors can add in free agency. Martin, how you doing? Good, sir. How you doing? Well, well. All right, what you got for us? Well, okay. So I had the question, but I had a quick comment since I was listening to you guys. Um, I don't think Durant. If I heard right, I don't think Durant should get a statue because I, I think it has to do with time longevity and what he did for the team. If anybody, it should be uh, uh, Steph, Clay, or even Draymond. Those three guys have been there for the long haul. 
and I'd be more sad if they left than if Draymond, although I think Draymond's one of the greatest players on the, on the planet. Um, but apart from that, I was wondering, who do you guys think that they're going to go after? Do you think they'll go after a sharpshooter with defensive abilities, somebody better than a McKinney? McKinney's getting really good. But do you think they'll get, go after somebody who's already established, or do you think they'll go after some type of defense uh, center that can shoot? Thank you, Martin. Yeah, no, I think uh, we know they value defense, so I can't see them um, committing their limited resources to someone who plays no defense. Um, Danny mentioned Austin Rivers. That's not a bad name. It's going to be someone in that sphere. They definitely need someone who can score the ball and put the ball in the hoop. Um, you know, Iguodala, Draymond, Looney, excellent players of what they do, but no one would call them scorers. Right now, it's just Steph and a bunch of guys who want to play defense on the roster. So they need someone who's going to shoot the ball. Steph and some goons. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it almost kind of depends on if they can get this sign and trade done as well, too, right? If you get D'Angelo, why do you need Austin Rivers? Maybe you go look for a wing or a big. Right, or, exactly. Yeah. Or if they get that trade exception, then they got, you know, they got options for players down the road. Yeah, yeah. and Crowder's a good fit, I mean, as a player. But um, anyway, we got uh, Matt Coast. Matt Kolsky uh, coming back on the other side of the break. The last hour, we're going to talk about who the Warriors are going to be targeting in free agency. You're listening to Warriors Radio on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors World Radio on 95.7 The Game. Here's Andy Liu and Sam Esfandiari. You have more to precious stop. than you. No. You, you are. Close to me, you're like my mother. Close to me, you're like my father. Close to me, you're like my sister. I'm pretty sure this was, this is Andy. This is what Andy would have done if he was pitching KD. Call in 888-957-9570 and let, me, let us know if you think this would have got KD to stay. I pray for someone like you. No, I don't, I don't think uh, I don't think Katie would have enjoyed that. It'd have been too much. <laughs> Not enough. You know Kevin Durant. He wants that love. Give him a little Casey and JoJo. I remember in middle school they played this at the uh, middle school dance. Uh, end of eighth grade, Sam. Very uh, a tearjerker. One for the ages. This boy. They had the graduation song. You know that vitamin C song. I forgot about that. Yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, a classic. No, it's it's certainly not. <laughs> uh, Warriors World Radio, Andy Lou, Samus Vendiari. We are here until 6 o'clock. We've been breaking down all the free agent signings. Kevin Durant, if you had not heard, is leaving the Warriors and signing with the Brooklyn Nets, along with his buddy, Kyrie Irving, as well as DeAndre Jordan. His other buddy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. His two close friends. So um, he spurned. You know, a couple million dollars and uh, some, you know, the ability to play with Steph and Clay and Draymond for happiness. You know, hopefully getting to play with his best friends in the league, hopefully he finds, you know, whatever that is that he's looking for. Because if you're winning titles here, you know, two in a row and you weren't able to find that, hopefully that will be the case in Brooklyn. So good for KD. What's your lasting memory of this last three years, Andy? 
Wow, that is a, that is a great question. Um, I think the lasting memory of these last, and, and this is going to sound a little uh, a little depressing, kind of, was just how it never felt that Kevin Durant was truly happy as a Warrior. I think on the court, it always, especially in that first year, I thought there was probably no better team in NBA history than this team. Maybe Michael Jordan Bulls, right? That's probably a, maybe a better team. But beyond that, I don't think you're ever going to get a better team than this one and a better fit. I mean, that 16-1 and playoff Woo! run was the most dominant basketball I've ever seen. Ever seen. You will never. I don't think you'll ever see anything better. It's just a perfect mixture and chemistry of great basketball players. High IQ, unselfishness, talent, all of it. it, it and just, they were all at the right age. I mean, I think we kind of forget that, you know. Uh, in 2016-17, they're all 28-29. Yep. Iguodala is 33, so he's still got his legs. I mean, when you look back at it, this three-year run peaked in year one. Yeah, peaked in year one, which is not which is surprising because, you know, you look at the Heat, right, and you look at those LeBron teams where in year one it's always a, um, always crazy and always doesn't seem to work out. And I, But my lasting image, though, Sam, is that – it never seemed like Kevin Durant was fully invested on being a warrior. That's it, that's it my last average. They yeah. um yep. they had an amazing first year, sixty seven wins. Then they go sixteen and one in the playoffs. They were one game away from a perfect playoffs. <laughs> I mean, I don't the more I think about it, the more ridiculous that is, right? Yep. Yep. And and then after that, it, all it was was whispers. It, it's like it didn't fulfill him. And it did it. That's why he's gone. Yeah. The noise, the noise got to him. Yeah. I don't know what else you can say. Yeah. The noise, but you know, part of it, it's just probably himself too. Right. Like, you know, part of it is, Hey, he's people always say, well, it's the media, this media, that well, you know, if he signed maybe a three year, four year contract with a player option in the fourth year, I don't think those whispers would be there. I don't think Ethan Strauss is going to be talking. I don't think Marcus Thompson is going to be writing anything. You know, I, I don't think the media has much to say if you're signing a four year deal, but he didn't. Sign a one plus one every year, so um, it, it it is it did never it never felt like he was fully invested in, and really that's fine. He he wanted it that way, and we see why he wanted it that way. Uh, there was a reason he wanted the freedom to move if he wanted to, and I guess there was a certain point in time where I think he made the decision before the year started. Sam, I don't know if you agree with me or not. I think he made this decision before the first game was played. I mean, as they always say, if you're if you're looking. Yeah, you're probably gonna leave, right? Yeah. Like people, who, Clay wasn't looking. Clay, Clay wanted to re up. The only reason he'd look is because he wasn't getting offered the money he wanted. But right, and then Steph, he wasn't looking. But KD, I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't sure. Yeah, he truly wasn't sure. Um, un- unless it was the first year. Um, I mean, if you look at Draymond Green, I don't think he wants to leave. Unless they give him, you know, Andre Godala never was going to leave. He just negotiated the hell out of that deal and got $16 million on the back all end. All I'm saying is I'm looking at all the deals being signed today, and you can't say Godala ripped the Warriors off. Yeah. Not when Ricky Rubio gets three years, $51 million, 17 a year. Julius Randle just got three years and $63 million to play in New York. I mean, at least Julius Randle's, what, 24, 23, and he's yeah. pretty good. At yeah. least you're paying for upside there. Ricky Rubio? <laughs> I mean, even Harrison Barnes, who's relatively young still, got four years and $90 million. Harrison Barnes, Sam. We know Harrison Barnes very well. All too well. $90 million for four years. <laughs> we I get, mean. Sorry. Okay, so now we got, we, we got our first mid-level signing here. Rodney Hood re-ups with Portland for the 
million dollar mid-level exception. So that's what the Warriors will have to work with. If they don't work out this whole sign and trade thing to get themselves more exceptions, that's the level of player they're going to look at. Okay. Rodney so, Hood. So my question, yeah, I thought they might look at Rodney Hood. He's he's kind of a gunner. Yeah. I, I think uh rangy has defensive potential. Don't really play yeah. defense, but a longer, right? Yeah, I, I think Rodney Hood was definitely an option. Um but before the break, I think a lot of people were asking, hey, what are the Warriors going to be looking at if they can't do a sign-and-trade? I mean, my pick is Austin Rivers. That's my guy. If you're going to want a guy that, that can create, that can shoot, that at least tries on defense, Steph Curry tries on defense, right? You don't want someone like Jamal Crawford and who Austin doesn't does try. kind of slot into perfect third guard for when Clay is back. So you can start him at the beginning of the year, but when Clay is back, he's kind of that third guard they haven't really had since um, – Livingston was a little younger, right? Or Barbosa. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Barbosa. Man, the Warriors could use Barbosa right now, huh? Maybe they can use a little more space. We have a report. The Warriors Warriors are meeting with Looney in Los Angeles. Think they keep Looney? <laughs> I mean, here here's the thing. He's yes. unrestricted, yes. so they don't have he has to want to stay. Well, the the Warriors can pay him though as much as they want. Correct. Correct. They can. Right? They have but, his. But theoretically, rights. if the Warriors offer him, if two teams offer him the same amount, one's the Warriors, and let's say the other is Houston. Houston Rockets. Yeah. He gets to make the decision. It's not like when he's restricted, and if the Warriors match it, he has to come back. Yeah, yeah. I, technically, right? He has technically yeah. he can make you, but but he's coming back with the Warriors. I th- I think you, you look you, at the you deals, feel pretty confident. Pretty confident. I mean, if if he was going to get a, a deal that was out of the Warriors range, he would have signed it already. Yeah, and I think he's one of those guys who he had a great season, and he's going to have an expanded role next year if he comes back. So. He has a chance to make even more money. Maybe yep. he takes one of those like two or three year deals with an early opt out, and he shows he has more offensive game. Do we think he has more offensive? He game? might. I mean, he might. He has that little. He spin. can. He can do a little more. Yeah, he he can shoot. Maybe he can expand that range a little more. Um, will, th- will Kerr allow him to shoot? Yeah, that's right, Steve Kerr. I mean, um, so here's the thing about Kevon Looney. We'll talk about this for a few seconds before jumping back on the phones. I think part of his allure with the Warriors as well is that he feels like unless the Warriors offer him like three mil and you, you know, go away, right? We're not going to offer you more unless the Warriors do that. I think Kevon Looney's like, hey, you gave me a shot. You rehab me. You gave me a chance. I do want to stay if you're going to pay me enough. That's where I'm sitting. I think as long as the Warriors are willing to match whatever his best offer is, I think he comes back. Yeah, I don't think he's in a position to take a discount. It's not like he's made a lot of money. Um, He's had injury issues, you know. But as long as the Warriors pay him whatever his going rate is, I think he's back. Yeah. Uh, text line, what's going on with Clay getting nervous? <laughs> Sam, are you nervous about Clay Thompson? Not at all. Think he's going to sign with the Lakers? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Clay Thompson is likely coming back. Uh, we don't have a report on that. Well, yet. They were, it was reported yesterday. Um, we just haven't seen it. So, so. One of the myths of free agency is players can sign today. They cannot sign today. They can sign July 6th. Everything being mentioned today is agreements have been reached. Ooh. doesn't mean they're going to fall apart. I mean, there's been cases. He's coming back. There have been cases where um, contracts have been agreed to and they've fallen apart. The DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan yeah, DeAndre. is the most famous one with the, with the emojis. Uh, Good but, times. But in general... That's what's going on. And the Warriors announced, well, the Warriors didn't announce. Mark Stein announced 
yesterday that they'd reached an agreement, and I would say it's about as good as you're going to get right now. He'll sign it on the 6th. Mark Stein is like the best reporter that you can get, too. You know, Mark Stein, Woj, Sham. So um, were you going somewhere? Were you reading out some more contracts, Sam? No, I was just going to confirm Mark Stein was the one who said it, and he did. Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, so the Warriors, uh, like we were saying, don't have many options, uh, but – you know, if they can get the sign and trade or now is the time. I think, Sam, you you were pointing this out earlier. The Warriors uh, may not sign anyone today. They may be looking to kind of pick up second or third tier free agents tomorrow and the rest of this week. Or next two, week. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. When guys see that their big offer that they were hopeful for isn't there and they have to be a little more realistic. Yeah. That's kind of where they're going to be looking. Uh, Danny, Danny LaRue, who we had on last hour. Uh, from the Dunked On podcast, brought up a good point. If they do get that trade exception, Warrior fans need to be patient because the exception lasts a full year. And the odds that they're going to be able to turn it around into a player overnight, limited. It's going to probably be one of those things where maybe they use a little of it this summer. Maybe they get an opportunity to use a little of it at the trade deadline and a little more of it next summer. I'm kind of looking at this more as the next year, they're going to be wheeling and dealing around their core. Um, and so the team they start the year with is probably not going to be the team they end the year with. Mm-hmm. This is the first year in a few years that they've, they're going to be one of those teams looking to buy or sell at the deadline to make midseason trades because they don't have a fully set rotation. When the Warriors first put this dynasty in place, when Klay uh, Thompson was drafted, Harrison Barnes was drafted, Draymond Green was drafted, and then they traded for Andre Godala. Um, and and they got Sean Livingston, Jerry West, and Travis Schlank, uh, amongst other front office people, were in the front office. Uh, now they don't have them. They also, as far as we know, not really replaced them. Well, Larry Harris got promoted, and he's a he's a lifetime. He's always been guy. there, though. He's a good guy. Uh, but I don't think you know they've lost people. They've lost talent, and Bomber has a lot of work to do. Kirk Lakeup has a lot of work to do, um, and I don't know. We don't know if they have the 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 IQ, the intelligence, or the track record up there to do this. Sam, I don't know. I also cannot stress this enough. A lot easier to operate from a position under the cap where you have a budget, and then you're meeting with people, and you're like, I can give you this much, and this is why you should come here. They're operating from a position where they have to get other teams involved, Maybe work out a trade. Now you're talking about compensating another team. Do they really want to give up future picks? I mean, we saw what happened to their bench because they missed on the picks the last couple of years. It was painfully thin. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. Bitcoin's blown up. Why can't Joe Lakeup just throw a few into Wes Matthews, you know? Get him to sign the, the mid-level exception. A couple million, <laughs> you know, a couple of Bitcoins. Uh, got it. We got to re-legal. Uh, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco, radio.com, sports station. All right. Uh, oh, Sam? Nope. Yes? Yeah, I think we should get to the phones. Yep. All right. So uh, we got we got Matt Kolsky joining us in 10 to 15 minutes, and then we'll have clear phones the rest of the way. So if you want to join us, 888-957-9570. We want to hear your thoughts on the last three years, the KD era. And what you think the Warriors should do going forward. Uh, let's go to Chris in San Leandro on line one. Chris, how's it going? What's up? I just want to say uh, I love you guys. Uh, you guys are great follow, follows on Twitter. So the world, if you, all, if you don't follow them yet, follow them on Twitter. Sam and uh, Andy. <laughs> love that. Um, 
first of all, um, I think we are going to do the sign and trade. I think Katie is going to do it in good spirit, uh, so he doesn't leave us high and dry. I think he'll try to make that happen. Um, second, don't be. I don't. I want the world to know. Don't be so sure this Brooklyn thing is going to work out. These two guys are weird players. They're hypersensitive, and they take everything to heart. So just one rift can make this thing implode, if you know what I mean. And it's winning cures all woes, but if they start losing and it doesn't go the way they thought it was going to go, I don't think it's going to work out. I mean, that's a good point, Chris. And in fact, weird players. I mean, the Warriors weren't losing. And it went kind of weird with KD. The the Celtics weren't really losing. I mean, they didn't really meet expectations, but it went weird with Kyrie. The Cleveland Cavaliers weren't losing, and it went weird with Kyrie. Yeah, no, I'm with you. The Boston Celtics had a really talented young team that Kyrie could have and should have been the leader there. Like, can you imagine if Steph Curry was on that Celtics team, Sam? 65 wins. 65 wins, easy. Coming out of the East, probably win the title. Bill Simmons would have been correct. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, if Steph Curry was the leader on that Celtics team, the, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.